Hey friend, this is Marvia of Marvia here. I am so glad you're here today. I have some amazing guests today. It was going to be just me and one guest, but then the whole family got involved and I say, why not? I have Chamra Paselk here of the Chronicles of a Bleep Year Old, and she is an amazing actress, director, documentarian, and all around awesome lady. And we just happen to be family also. And my other guest is my mother, Marvia Davidson, also. So we're so glad you're here. So thanks for joining us. All right, so my special guests are Tamara and Marvia Davidson. So say hello. Hello, so glad to be here, Tamara. I'm so glad you're here too. <laughs> hello, they call me grandma. <laughs> so this is like my fifth podcast. So we're literally like out in the nature. So if you hear the outside things, birds chirping, crowing, crickets it's texas so that's yeah. what's happening we're celebrating the fourth of july it's a complicated day for a lot mm -hmm. of people a couple of weeks ago we celebrated juneteenth mm -hmm. and that was awesome so for me i feel like maybe that's the new version of independence day but mm -hmm. neither mm -hmm. here nor there so yeah. Tamara and i we we were thinking that maybe we'll talk about two different things today and one is what it means to be a woman all right what do you think about that <laughs> <laughs> we think Bam. being a woman is kind of complicated uh, uh in in the year 2020 I don't know why that's complicated, though. Why is yeah. it complicated? I don't know. Why is it a complicated? You, you'd think we have gotten over the complications by now. Maybe we should name the complications. <laughs> yeah, what are the complications? I don't know. Um, you tell me. Well, there's still, you know. I mean, I know. In, but income inequality, right? Some stuff, like, we'll just stick kind of straight across the board without de delineations to start yeah. you know not as many opportunities I'm in the film industry mm -hmm. you know there's still such a small percentage of female directors female writers content creators and you know you're you're looking for an invite to the table but you can't even get to the table you know so mm -hmm. there's that there's payment you know holding the same position as a man but not getting paid the same amount there's um, when a woman wants to be direct or says something with strength, she is sometimes considered uh, as beep. a beep. <laughs> you may as well, exactly. <laughs> you may as well say it. Yeah. Bitch. Bitch. Yes. Yes, Grandma went there, and right. you know, it's in in for the black female. Mm -hmm. I think of ah, Serena Williams we and her about. match, yeah. and how people said, "Why are you so angry?" And they get, we get a. Uh, categorizes the angry black female uh -huh. but you don't do that to other races so I'm like she's angry because she's angry it doesn't mean she's this trope of an angry black female right. I don't know why we think that that's an appropriate thing to do because it just makes us look like we're always angry and that's just not the case we have feelings and emotions just like everybody else yeah and also I mean I think you were telling me about your experience of that and I've had some of that as well mm -hmm. but um, specifically in regards to black females that it is often attributed as anger when sometimes it's not anger. Exactly. It's just someone speaking their mind, mm -hmm. you know, and what's so wrong with that? I think people like labels. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I think the people same label they like in. to put on people of color uh -huh. are the same labels they like to put on women, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, which is probably why, because I didn't know this until you told me that uh -huh. there are not as many women directors or women doing all of these amazing things the higher uh -huh. up you go uh -huh. in uh -huh. the field industry. Uh -huh. So tell us more about that and how you've seen that play out with women and women of color and 
how you went about even producing the chronicles of a bleep girl. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I was just thinking, you know, it starts with content, same with representation of all kinds, whether that be um, diversity in film or that be gender gender equality. You know, it, it, there are a lot of good men out there trying to make great work, but there are stories that they cannot tell because they are not women, right? So if you don't have content creators and, and females behind the tables, then the content is affected and our audiences are taking that in, you know, and they're, they're taking in this, you know, they're not getting to see the whole picture. It's like, mm -hmm. if I am lifted up, then everybody gets to be lifted up. I like what you said about representation because that's exactly what we're seeing. I think about, I know we're talking about women, but I think... Yeah it's worth noting mm -hmm. that when people see themselves represented or mm -hmm. represented on big screens in big ways like Black Panther yes. you see a strong black woman and all of a sudden you all you these kids think, like I yes. can be that too they start dreaming different ways or I can be a scientist yes. or I can be this or that you or see hidden a, figures is exactly you see a black female scientist and you're five years old and a little girl mm -hmm. and now if someone asks you what you want to be when you grow up you might say a scientist because you saw you've it. seen that it's possible it's so important that we we all of us can see ourselves and so I think you know I can only speak to the things that I know and do my best also to be listening to everyone around me mm -hmm. when it comes to inclusion and building just a better world where I am still always learning as well mm -hmm. so I just thought that I had a story um, I was experiencing ageism as a woman. I think that's another thing that's very specific for women in the world is if you're not 25 or you're not 70, there's not really much place for you. And now there are a few series on TV about women who are north of 40 and not yet 70. So you're, you're not young and you're not a grandmother, you know? <laughs> and now women are trying to make stories, but now it's like, if you're 45, you, you have to be sexy. They want everyone to know that you can be 45 and sexy because for some reason, beauty in women is, is what makes valuable, you know? And I just, I just don't see myself and I'm getting out there auditioning and nobody wants to, nobody wants me. There's no place for me. And also you, you don't understand how interesting I am, how I li mm -hmm. alive I am, how young 40 is. So your, the, your experience of ageism was the genesis of the Chronicles of the yes. Girls? Yes. And then I soon realized that maybe it's not ageism, maybe it's redefining age. Because actually we're in a new zone where it used to be that you're a mother, then you're a grandmother, then you die. Right. But with age expectancy increasing, you know, now there can be 50 years between that. You can start a whole new career. You can raise kids, then start a career. I yeah. mean, there's all this. But it's very, I think, it seems to me more difficult for women than for men, especially because some women are raising children, and that sets you back in the workforce. And, and you know, George Clooney, Richard Gleer are getting older, Brad Pitt, and we're like Silver Fox, sexy, so good-looking. Right, Grandma? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, a woman is getting older. She's getting some lines in her head, and it's like you got to get Botox. You have to stay young. You have to look young, you know. Of course, that's something I've learned um, a little bit is not always the same or all women don't feel the same about that across different um, races as well, right? So when I was writing my episode on Botox, um, to Botox or not to Botox, that is the question. I actually ended up writing in um, an Asian American actress who I very much respect. And we were having conversations about skin and beauty and what the expectations 
expectations were for her in her culture as a woman surrounding beauty and youth, you know? And so I just want there to be a world in which a woman is beautiful at 25 and 35 and 45 and 55. And it's not less beautiful that aging does not make you less beautiful. It's just a different evolved Mm -hmm. kind of beauty where you can be skinny or round or, you know, you can be all sorts of shapes. You can be muscular. Self acceptance, like let's accept ourselves and then live into that. Yes. And And then educate the world. Tell yeah. the world, this is beautiful. This is I'm not going to hide it up and then maybe we can educate there's no, other there's people There's no too. one definition for beauty. Right. Yeah. I so like I just kind of went about creating a table. Instead of waiting for someone to invite me to the table, I decided I would make a table and pull up as many chairs as possible, put as many women um, of you know varying backgrounds behind those tables and in front of those cameras. Um, and tell stories about women, what it's like to be a woman and not be a mother at a certain age, what it's like to be looking at your skin and trying to understand that you're beauty, beautiful, even though the media is telling you you need to fix mm-hmm. yourself, um, what it is to try to pursue a new career at an unconventional age and the world's telling you you can't do it. Fill in the blank, other right. woman, age, <laughs> skin color, gender, you know, fill in the blank. The world, mm-hmm. everybody's going to have something where the world says you can't do that, or you're too late to do that, or you're the wrong gender for right. that, or like you it's know. never, it's never too late. And I think we live in a world that is so bent on trying to make people conform to some average or some ideal that just exists in their head. Mm-hmm. And actually, I just think that's too much weight to bear. And I think we lose a lot of the beauty and humanity of people when we try to make everybody like everybody yeah so it's nice when you hear stories like yours where it's like hey i'm aging wonderfully i'm like yeah. fine wine, <laughs> like a really great cheese i'm yeah. not worried about what yeah. people say and i i don't know if that's a thing that happens when you hit your 40s where you're like you know what i've decided i really don't care yeah what people say or think and you couple that if you're a woman of color yeah then you it's the double thing for you which is saying my black is beautiful my brown Mm. is beautiful or whatever Mm -hmm. your color is or your Mm -hmm. ethnicity or where you come from Mm -hmm. you need to live in that especially Mm -hmm. in the year 2020 where everybody's Mm -hmm. trying to you know put a square pig in a round hole or whatever you want to call it yeah you get to be all you because you are beautiful already by design yeah and you had your own beauty code written in your own dna when you were born yeah so we don't need somebody to try and overwrite that file it's so true. I think that's what we need to do. So what I'd it's like for true. you to do is tell the people with some, tell them, uh, I did this with my brother when we on the fly did our Juneteenth episode. It's like, <laughs> encourage the people. If there's one thing they could take away, what would you say for them? Yeah. Tell? For I the mean, women. This is to the yes, women. Yes. I mean, at the end of the day, I would like to say I was the kind of woman who just was confident and wasn't worried about aging. So but uh, we have our niece here. She's saying this is going long. We're going to wrap it up. Um, I wasn't, I was feeling some insecurity about aging, you know, and I think that Chronicles of a Bleep Year Old Woman was my way of just leaning in and saying and addressing my own insecurities because the Bleep Year Old is not like me. She's not at all afraid of aging and she is so proud of her mm-hmm. age. And I was like, wouldn't it be wonderful if women could really feel that way? So my experience, and I, I, think, I, I think that the world makes it hard, but if you want to make a table, you can, 
right? And it might be really hard and you might have to sacrifice a lot for it and everyone else might push against you. But if you don't see a table for yourself, if no one's inviting you to the table, go build your own table, you know, and pull up some chairs. Find some people who will build it with you and, and that would be my advice is just don't take no for an answer. If you don't see a place in the world for you, make a place for yourself. You know, it where's won't my be white easy. hanky so I can yeah. be waving it like preach, girl, preach. That's some good stuff right there. Yes. I love it. Yeah, and then you know, as women, I just really, really wish that we could come alongside each other and be women who support other women. And I also think, you know, on this day and with what's going on in the world, what's always been going on in the world that is especially at the top of our minds today is uh, women supporting women and for me, women supporting black women and BIPOC, um, just just really getting out there and lifting people up, you know, and not being afraid of losing. And there's nothing to lose by lifting each other up. If I give someone else credit or... I open a door for someone or I come in and I play a support role so someone else can shine. That's just gain. We're all going to gain when we do that. And as women, we really got to come together and be the one that, that, you know, doesn't make fun of the other woman when the crown falls off her head. Yeah, be the sister that helps her straighten up her crown, wipe the dust off. Yes. So many nuggets from today. Thank you so much, Tamara, for being uh, my second (laughs) (laughs) guest on Marvia Here. And one thing that I'll say before we say our goodbyes is that part of the reason it's called Marvia Here, although I feel like we should call it On the Stoop, and I don't even have a stoop, (laughs) but part of it being here is that we're going to embrace the moment as it is, not for what we wish it could Mm -hmm. be because in being Mm. in the moment then we can make it what we want it to be by being in it and being present that's so good so I I hope you all will all be present to your own lives and just living and on this independence day maybe the independence you need is letting yourself free to be yourself Mm -hmm. how about that women Mm -hmm. women of the world yes this is our call to sisterhood saying rise up be free you are free to be your whole self yes we're so glad you were with us today Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Share this episode with a friend. Bye. 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 <laughs> I love it. Hey, friend. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marvia here with my special guest, Tamara Paselk. Tamara is the writer, creator, and director of Chronicles of a Bleep Year Old. Check it out. To the women of the world, we want to remind you that you are beautiful, you are loved, you are adored, you are worthy, and you matter. And so today, we virtually help you straighten your crown, dust yourself off, and say, keep going, sister. You got this. Like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. We'll see you soon.